Welcome to Locally Grown, a podcast about business, strategy, mindset, and everything in between to get you to your biggest triumphs and get you through your biggest challenges. If you're a brick and mortar business owner who is looking to scale to six, seven, or even eight figures, then this is the show for you. Each week, you'll discover tips to take your business from struggling to profitable, all from my own real life experiences being an entrepreneur, coach, and business consultant. This is the podcast for helping you build a business today so you can also build a legacy for the next generation. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. And hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Locally Grown Podcast. I am, last episode, I talked about this mastermind experience that I went to, and I'm going to talk about another um, uh, piece of the experience that I went through um, at this mastermind um, experience. (laughs) How many times can you use the word experience in one sentence? Anyway, um, during the last episode, I talked about how, you know, in this program, you learn to like really strip away um, who you aren't in order to become who you're really meant to be. And it takes a lot of courage to do that. Um, And along the way, you end up stepping into your captaincy by doing that because number one, it takes a lot of courage. Um, number two, it takes steadfast dedication and never wavering on what your vision is that you have for your business, for your life, for your team, which is what I wanted to talk about today. So I have said to people, what is your vision? And most people look at me and say, I, vision, I'm, I'm not really even sure what that is. Like, what is vision? (laughs) So we're going to talk about what exactly is vision. And we're going to talk about what you really need to do when you have that vision for your business, for your life, for whatever it is that you want to do and why it's so important. Because, and this was something that we talked about during my mastermind retreat, which is why I want to share it with you. Because it resonated with me um, and as I've worked with people as a score mentor in my consulting business um, and just, you know, working, being in networking groups with, with people and things, vision is so, so important. It is the thing, it is the foundation for everything. And as I have learned Um, being a business owner, being a consultant, being an entrepreneur, as I've learned and I've seen it time and time and time again, and this one speaker that got up um, and was actually speaking on this topic at my mastermind retreat, vision is the most scarce thing out there. It is the most scarce resource, commodity, whatever you want to call it, out there. More business owners than not. More business owners don't have a vision. They literally 
say, I want to open up a business. They open their doors and away they go. Or their vision is, I want to be a millionaire. That's their vision. And that's all fine and and great and everything. But vision takes into account so many more things than just saying, I want to be a millionaire. So many more things than money. One of the key things that is important with vision is you have to match your vision for the future with service. You have to match your vision for the future with service, service of others. And whether you are a retail store, a restaurant, consultant, a doctor, like whatever, you always have the ability to be in service to others. So when we talk about vision, it's not just about the money that you want to make. And a lot of business owners make that mistake. They think that that's, you know, I want to be a millionaire. I want to make a million dollars. And that's all they have in their mind. And then they can't figure out why the money keeps running away from them. So what if I asked you, what if I asked you, because most of us are walking around and we're fighting obstacles. Most of us are walking around and we're fighting, you know, our opponent all the time, or we're fighting against ourselves. You know, I, for years, I had bosses that would always put obstacles and challenges in my way on purpose because they knew I was like, you know, and cover any little ears right now, but um, I would be like, yeah, screw you. Like, screw you. I can prove you wrong. Like, I got this. What is the matter with you? Like, yeah, put that in my way. I'll bust right through it. And I would constantly do that. I actually had a boss, and I think I've told this story on the podcast many times. He used to purposely rip apart my work and get me to redo stuff, like revision after revision after revision on purpose because he knew that it, that I would get, I would be like, yeah, screw you, dude. Like, forget you, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just freaking make this happen. Like, I'll prove you wrong, asshole. You know, so he knew that I would do that. So what did he do? He purposely put obstacles in my way. So here's the thing. Most people are walking around and they are just fighting against obstacles, fighting against increased costs, fighting against um, the lack of staff, fighting against, you know, not being able to retain staff, fighting against people not, you know, doing their jobs, you know, fighting against trying to have better cash flow, fighting against getting more customers. And they're just constantly fighting against those obstacles. I do it. I'm not immune to it. I do it all the time. In fact, most people, like I said, most people do it. Like I think many people do it. And the people that don't do it are people that are just walking around like zombies. Those are the people that are just, you know, They get up in the morning, they have breakfast, they get their coffee, they get the kids out the door, they go to work, they come home, you know, make dinner, go to bed, like then just kind of do the same thing. And they're just on autopilot. So you have the people who are on autopilot and then you have the people who are just constantly battling against these obstacles saying, yeah, I'll prove you wrong. That's me. And it's probably you too, right? So let me ask you a question. What if there were no obstacles? What if there were no obstacles? How would it feel? And when I was asked this question, I thought to myself, wow, this feels really weird. (laughs) I mean, it would feel liberating. It would feel great. I would feel free. I would feel 
like I didn't, you know, have to prove myself. I would, I mean, it would just feel amazing to just focus on my vision. So how would it feel if there were no obstacles? How would you feel? Ask yourself that question. If there weren't any obstacles of trying to figure out how to build a website or trying to build your sales funnels or trying to get more customers through the door or trying to retain staff, trying to hire staff, what if there were no obstacles? And what if you didn't spend time fighting those obstacles, but instead you spent time on your vision? How would that feel if there was no opposition? So asking yourself that question or me asking you that question, because I was asked that question and I was just like, wow, like it would feel, it would feel great. Like I would feel peace of mind and I would feel, you know, but it would also feel weird as shit, weird because every day I get up and it's like, yeah, like I'm fighting, I'm fighting obstacles. I'm fighting the biggest obstacle ever, which is myself. <laughs> and, and that obstacle of, wow, if I put out this piece of content, is it going to, is it going to be good? Or people, is people going to think it's stupid? Am I going to sound stupid? Da, 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 da. Yes, I go through that too. So what if there weren't any obstacles? What if you solely focused on your vision? Because here's, here's the thing with vision. Here's the thing. Vision is, the way that I look at it is, it's actually when we have a dream that is put into our heart. And when we have that dream that gets put into our heart, vision is what comes next. That vision is when we say to ourselves, I don't want this to just be a dream. I want this to be a reality. And it starts becoming real for us. But here's the thing also with vision and with dreams is that it's only a vision if it's beyond your reach. So obviously when we have dreams, like I had a dream to be a fly girl. And at the time it was beyond my reach. It's still beyond my reach at 47. But I mean, <laughs> fly girls aren't even, that show's not even on anymore. But it was beyond my reach. I had a vision to be a New York Times bestselling author. I've never been a New York Times bestselling author, but that's my vision. So it's beyond it's beyond my reach. You can't have a vision and you can't have a dream that it's like, I have a dream to be, I don't know, I have a dream, let's think of something easy. I have a dream to be a cookie, to bake cookies. Like, is that a dream or is that just something that you want to do during the day? Or I have a dream to open a restaurant. Like, there's more to it than that, right? Like, I want to be the best pizza restaurant in New York City and be voted one of, be voted the top pizza restaurant. Now that's beyond someone's reach, right? So vision, the way that I look at it is a dream. When it starts to, when we say to ourselves, I'm going to pick that dream and I'm going to make it happen. That's when we start to have vision. And you can see some people just have a dream or some people just say, you know, they don't even look at it like a dream. They're just like, I want to open up a business because I want to make money. So if we open up a business and we just say, I want to make money and there's no service, there's no intention behind it. That's when it falls short. Because when we, when we just say, I just want to make money. I just want to open up a business because I want to make money. Well, duh, everybody wants to make money. Everybody needs to make money, right? But you need to have something 
that sets that foundation, that anchors that vision and that dream into place to push you when you feel like giving up. And that's not going to be money because money will give you the most frustration ever. But when you have something more substantial to your vision and your dream, something of service, intention behind it, that is what will solidify dream in your heart and your soul and your mind. But what stops people? I mean, seriously, when people say, well, I don't have a vision and what stops people? And, and, and I heard this, but I've also seen it so often. People don't want to create that vision, number one, because they think it's hard work. Well, sure, anything that is worth anything is going to be hard, right? So yes, it's hard work. It's hard work and most people won't do it. It's hard work to pull out and say, this is my, this is my vision. This is my dream that I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring to reality. This is my vision. And really be able to detail it to somebody. Why? Because of three things. Number one, they think, I don't have any time. I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to set that vision. And I don't have enough time to make this real. Number two, I don't have the ability. I don't have the talent to be able to do this. I have heard so many times, I don't have, I want to start a business. Okay, great. But I don't have the, I don't, I'm not very good at social media. I'm not very good. I don't know how to build a website. I don't, I don't like putting myself out there. You know what? Those are excuses. That's all they are is excuses. Because we're all, I heard this and I forget who said it. It was a philosopher, so forgive me. But here's the thing, that if a dream and a vision is planted in our heart and in our soul, we already have the talents and the gifts and the ability that we need to make that come true. There is nothing that we need on the outside. It's all on the inside. So when people come to me and they say, well, I'm not very good at social media. Well, who is? Really? Like, no one is. I'm sorry. You have to learn how to do it. And that's the key, is that you just learn how to do it. So they say, I don't have any time. I don't have enough time. I don't have the talent. And the third one, which is a biggie, I don't have the money. I want to do this. I want to start a business, but I don't have the money. But I, I started a business, and I invested all this money in pens to market my business, but I don't want to spend any money on putting together my financial software. Like, those are the things that you need to invest in to make your vision a reality. So people say, so what stops people? Number one, they say, I don't have any time. Number two, they don't have the talent. And number three, they say they don't have the money, which we know all three of those things, they're all excuses. When someone said to me that they invested all this money, they had just started their business and they invested all this money on buying pens so they could pass the pens out. That's great. But that, that, they, that they didn't want to invest money in getting accounting software so that they could put their finance, they could put all of their revenue and expenses and get everything together so they would understand where their business was financially and look at their vision of their business coming to life. When they told me that, I was like, Okay, because that, again, becomes an excuse as to why 
you can't make your vision come true. When someone says, I can't do X, Y, Z because I don't have, I don't understand how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't have the money to do it. That's always an excuse as to why you don't want your vision to become a reality. And you're probably, some people might be listening to me right now telling me I'm crazy, but I have seen it hundreds, maybe even thousands of times, no joke. Hundreds, maybe even thousands. And believe me, I've said it myself. I have said it myself with some of these things. So what do you do when you have the, that vision to get rid of those three excuses, those three distractions, to get rid of them and to move your vision forward, okay? Because here's the thing, your actions and your behavior, whatever that is, needs to match your vision. And if it doesn't, well, that's when you're out of alignment and that's when we got problems. A mentor of mine long ago said, people don't have achievement issues, they have alignment issues. And what that means is people don't have a problem achieving things. I mean, my God, we get we achieve tons of stuff every day. We achieve putting our shoes on and getting up in the morning and maybe doing a workout and making breakfast and getting coffee and going to work. And, you know, we achieve lots of stuff. The problem is, is the alignment piece. And especially when it comes to your vision. So again, when people tell me I can't do X, Y, Z, I have this vision for my business or I have this idea for my business. That's great. Why? Well, what's the problem? Well, I'm not very good at X, Y, Z. Well, if you have this big vision for your business and you have this declaration that you want to be the best in the world at whatever you you want to be the best in the world at, and you have that declaration, and then you say, well, I can't do this, your actions and your behavior are not matching and aligning with that vision. And what happens when we do that? I mean, I have people that tell me all the time, Teresa, I, I, I couldn't get my work done this week because I was overwhelmed. And I, so my answer to them is always, okay, so you're telling me that, um, you're telling me that you don't want, that you were more focused and dedicated to um, putting out fires and doing things that really wouldn't move you forward instead of taking an hour a day or half an hour a day and keeping yourself moving forward, right? That's what you're telling me, right? You know, and then they look at me like I have three heads and tell me, oh, no, you're wrong. Oh, no, I'm right. Because <laughs> I do it myself. I am not immune, like I said. So what can we do to prevent us from hiding from our vision and from not moving that vision forward. So the first one is when we have that vision is declaring it, getting it out there and saying, I want to do X, Y, Z. I want to be the best at X, Y, Z. I want to build this X, Y, Z, okay? We declare it. Then what we want to do is we want to co-create with someone. So I have, and I'm going to talk about this in a future episode, but I have a lot of stuff going on in my business right now. A lot of really hard decisions that I need to make Um, a lot of obstacles that I'm trying not to fight them, but I'm trying to just stay focused on that vision. Um, So with that co-creator and getting that vision in place as far as what is it that I really want to do, I start to look and say, okay, who can I co-create this with? And I have a couple co-creators in these different pieces of my business, but here's the thing, you can't do it on your own. 
So why not get a co-creator? And I'm not saying a business partner, but it could be a mentor. It potentially could be a business partner. It could be um, a, like, yeah, like a partnership. It could be um, doing a joint venture. It could be a friend that they have another business that can help you with this, all right? So who is that co-creator that can help you make this come to life? More often than not, in my mind, for me, it's always been a mentor. It's always been a mentor. It's always been a guide. Um, So that's the first one. The second thing is, and this is a big one, we have distractions and escapes that we go to that we go to when our insecurities come out and we need to eliminate them. Scrolling through social media, spending time, like when I get really stressed, I'm a previous smoker, and when I get really stressed and I'm working on something, my big distraction is um, I'll walk downstairs and get a couple pretzels. Not good, but like that's my big distraction. Um, It could be going outside. My husband has a big distraction. He plays um, like different like mind games um, on his phone. So that's a huge distraction for him. When he has a rough meeting and it pulls out an insecurity or something that is kind of challenging him and saying, you can't do this, you're not smart enough. You know? So he goes to that distraction and just numbs out. It could be alcohol. It could be, you know, marijuana. It could be, I mean, it could be a, another form of drug. But the truth is, is that if we want to make our vision happen, we need to eliminate those distractions. And those distractions can creep up on us and we don't even realize they're distractions, but we need to eliminate them. So we have our co-creator, that person that we can call and say, hey, I have this idea. What do you think? All right. It could be a friend. It could be a mentor. For me, it's always a mentor. Um, Or it could be a business. It could be a partner. It could turn into a partnership. Number two is to eliminate those distractions. Eliminate that numbing out, whatever that is for you. Number three is delegation. And a lot of people that I talk to, people who have teams and they've been the business owner that has done everything from the start and they can't figure out why their business isn't growing um, and why it isn't expanding and why it isn't moving in the right direction. And here it's because they are the bottleneck trying to do everything. And they're also trying to just delegate when they figure out, okay, I need to delegate. They just want to delegate tasks out instead of empowering people and delegating a role out, okay? So if you have a project that you're working on, say that's gonna make this vision come forward, I want you to own this project. So that's a role. And then from there, you can delegate out different tasks to the people that are gonna help help that project manager to move that project forward. So figuring out how to delegate. And if you do this, the sooner you do this in your business, the better. Because a lot of people that I've worked with, um, that people that I've talked to, I know for myself, we get into that, that, what do I want to say? That pattern of trying to control everything and trying to do everything ourselves. And then our team is growing and we're still trying to do everything ourselves. And when it comes to the time that we need to let go, it's so freaking hard. And so many limiting beliefs come up and we're like, oh, what did I, why didn't I do this sooner? And, you know, so do it now, do it early in your business. Okay but learn how to delegate a role and learning how to take your vision and how to then start putting it into some kind of a plan 
so that you can achieve it over a period of time is key to understanding what roles you need to delegate. It's something that I work with on all of my clients is how to take that big vision that you have and how to start building the plan so that you can achieve that big vision in a period of time and also understanding what roles you need and how you can delegate to those roles. And the fourth thing is that collaboration is so key, whether it's two businesses collaborating or whether it's um, collaborating with somebody on um, on a, a particular project where they have strengths that your business doesn't have. This is different than a co-creator. A co-creator is going to listen to your idea and say, hey, all right, let's do it. Let's jump in. That's why I said it's either a mentor or it could be a business partner, like where you're building a partnership, okay? Um, but it's somebody that can co-create it with you. A collaborator is different. A collaborator is when you're sharing your unique geniuses with each other, okay? So a collaboration for me, for example, if I have, if I wanted to start a monthly membership and I need someone to help me with the piece of, you know, if I wanted to do a monthly membership for baked goods, all right, I don't have a production kitchen, but I wanted to collaborate with somebody who had one. So I would collaborate with them use their strengths, they would get my strengths, and this project would then move forward, okay? So that's the difference between collaboration and a co-creator, okay? So those are the four things that when you have a vision, this is how you start to move it forward. And this is also how you stay focused on the vision and not the obstacles. Because when we continue to focus on the obstacles, all we're doing is just fighting all the time, whether we're fighting against ourselves or we're fighting against, um, you know, objections or we're fighting against um, obstacles that come in our way. We're fighting against, like I said, costs going up and what's going on in the economy and what did the feds do today and what is the news saying? And then it just kind of blows our vision. We, We get, we quickly lose our focus on what it is that we're truly trying to accomplish. But when we stay focused on our vision and we let go of thinking, I don't have the time, the talent, or the money, and we focus on having a co-creator, eliminating those distractions and numbing out, we can delegate roles to get things done, but we also learn to collaborate. That is how we can make our vision come to life. So anyway, I hope this helped you. It helped me. It helped me immensely. And with my clients, um, I started to actually take a lot of the things that I learned during this mastermind retreat and push it out to them. Because if it helped me, I know it'll help them. I know it'll help. I don't know it'll help you if you're listening to this. And remember, I mean, we all have limiting beliefs. We all have um, obstacles. We all have challenges. We all have that feeling that we don't have the time, we don't have the money, we don't have the talent to get something done. But when we can let go of that and say, you know what, I don't, but I I know I'm going to find somebody that's going to help me. And we invest in the right things and we put the right things in place and we match our behavior and our actions. We align that with what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Oh my gosh, the sky's the limit as far as what can happen. I mean, I've seen amazing things. I've seen people do amazing things. I mean, when I have stayed 
true to my vision and clear on my vision, I've seen amazing results myself in my business and my life. And I know you will too. So take, if you haven't done this, you know, go back, write some notes and start taking some right steps in the right direction. So until next week, let's all take care of each other a little bit more than we already do. And remember, figure out what your vision is. It's the first step to making a dream reality.